We are so excited to present to you our Better Business series. We've invited experts from all around the world to share their best stuff in pricing, strategy, social media, branding, and more. If you're ready to take that leap, grab your pen and paper and join us over the next month as we share tips, tools, and strategies to help you take your business to the next level. Hey, 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 I am Kimberly Smith Austin, and I want to welcome you to the Made to Inspire podcast. Today, I am here with our one and only Misty Kerrigan. Hello, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. Hi, listeners. I am so excited. We have some one special here with us today, the one and only Michael Silvers. Misty, get us started and tell us a little bit about our guest. Well, our guest has shared stages with Tony Robbins, T. Edgar Harve. <laughs> uh, if you if they're out in the personal development world, um, he's either rubbed elbows or helped them get to where they are. And so we are excited because we're doing our business series and we want to bring you guys the best of the best to help you go from the level you're at to that next level. We want everyone exploding out in 2021. We truly believe that this is your your year if you put some energy and momentum behind it. And today's discussion, we're going to teach you some tips and tools and give you some techniques to figure out how and where do you start and who do you partner with? So we brought the expert when it comes to masterminds and mentors and speaking from stages. So I have um, a funny story about Michael, and that is whatever Michael's selling, I buy. <laughs> yes, she <laughs> Love does. it. I could be holding a bottle of water, and he could be selling water, <laughs> and I'm going to say, I need that water that Michael has. Clearly, he's got the better water. I got to get up there and go. Uh, me and Michael resonated. We met several years ago. I want to say over five years ago, and, and he was doing uh, one of his speeches or, or talks from stage that he does. And as soon as he talked about being a police officer in his younger days, and then he went into that, he was in social services. I fell in love uh, 20 years in the mental health field. We clicked right away, understanding what that took. And Michael was the one that helped me go from, I could have a passion for mental health, but shift my mindset to start making that income that not only do I deserve, but that when I get to, it's just going to expand and help my mission and others more than where I was just in working day to day, hour to hour in the field. So without further ado, Michael, do you want to add to any of your uh, background here? No, oh, that's it. Well, welcome, everybody. And thank you all for being on. And Kimberly and, and Misty, thank you so much for having me here. Um, you know, it's the biggest thing is, is you weave your story because, you know, I could do the 18 minute stage version. We'd have fun, but we don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, basically just realize wherever you are in your your mission and wherever you're going, you know, with creating that, that you get the mission, the strategy. And you also have a background. We all have a background. So what I've done, you know, I used to weave it in as Missy knows the story. And by the time I ended the story, everybody bought. And the reason they bought is because I created familiarity. But at the same time, we all knew we're in the same place. We came from somewhere. We're leading to go somewhere. And, and how is that all going to look? 
And so, yeah, so I was a, I was a police officer injured early on. And I always say, boy, I think my parents were praying for that one. So <laughs> that was the end of that career. Didn't know what I wanted to do. And for everybody out there, as you move yourself forward, you know, we don't know what we always want to do. So I did what everybody does in LA. I worked in Hollywood for a year, worked at one of the major studios, realized that wasn't my path. And actually my, um, the producer I worked with, his mom had been Elvis's PR person from the minute he started till the minute he passed. And she just made a very clear, is this an industry you want to be in or not? Because it will chew you up. And I went, I don't know. She said, good, go go do what everybody else does. Go back to university, figure your life out. And I did. Um, I got my master's in clinical psych work with children and adults for 10 years. Um, and then it got too close to home. So I became a nurse. Male nurse jokes, I always say we're all done. Um, and the great thing about that is, again, it's a journey. Remember, everything that you've done leads you up to now. So uh, became a male nurse, uh, was in L.A. at that point, moved up to Seattle with the family, was having children, was becoming a nurse practitioner, and network marketing jumped into my lap. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to get near it. I just couldn't believe it. And, but my wife said, let's jump. And I, and I said, let's jump. A year later, that was it. End of nursing for me because I treated it like a business because within the first month of being part of it for my wife and I, we met Bob Proctor. And that for those of you who don't know who Bob Proctor is, go get a book. But <laughs> it, it changed how we did everything. And then I you know, wanted to learn more about sales. So we met Zig Ziglar. Um, and I and I didn't really know them at that point. But I said, now I know the honor I had. Um, and that really launched the mission. So then, you know, we basically sent all our team, took this thing called the Millionaire Mind Intensive with T. Harv Eker. They, they just took the business and ran. They said, you guys want to do personal development, go on your journey. And we did. Spent about five years building the largest neuro-linguistic programming NLP uh, division in Australia. Uh, traveled the world with my wife at that point. Got a call from T. Harv Eker and said, you want to do for us what you did for them for peak potentials? I said, sure. Uh, I said, as long as I stay in the U.S. You got to be careful what you ask for, because all of a sudden he's like, yeah, no problem. You'll stay in the U.S. That's where right. you're based. But the next three and a half years on the road internationally again. Um, but I got to basically I lived with Harv. It was just him, Hi, and his business partner were in all the green rooms together because we were expanding the business. Um, and it taught me a lot. It taught me. Everything I did was because of mentoring, and we can talk about that too. So I did that for a long time. I then ended up working for eight years for Success Resources, who is Tony Robbins' exclusive promoter internationally, and Robert Kiyosaki. Um, built their first mastermind they ever had, ran it, sold it. That's where I met Misty for seven and a half, eight years. At that point, ran into one of my current business partners, Miss Mary Glorfield, who was Tony Robbins' vice president for 18 years. And that's now we're building our legacy. So that's me. How's that? And it's called The Mentor Studio. But again, it's the journey. Everybody got that? It's the journey that will take you. And there's always been masterminds and people around us. And I'll talk more about that. So there you go. That's like the two, three minute version. <laughs> so what I appreciate about Michael is your in your masterminds, and maybe you could give us a little insight on why you do it that way. But your masterminds are very simple to the point and people get results. And I've been in other masterminds where there seems to be a lot of more fluff and smoke and almost theatrics instead of just getting down to people getting results from the other people in the room. And what made you decide early on that that was where you were going to take your mastermind? Yeah, you know, that's interesting because I had been part of a lot, you know, early on and it felt like just big networking groups. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I was part of B&I for 12 years just because I enjoyed the local, you know, the localness and the businesses together. And I was a president and did this and that. And I'd send my network marketing people, you know, to that, or especially early on. 
but I realized with these masterminds, I still feel like I'm, I'm in a network, nothing wrong with networking group. The only problem is sometimes you get a lot of spray and pray, you know, people flip their business cards out, but how's that going to build your business? And there wasn't a lot of relationships being built and there wasn't, we didn't really work on businesses. Um, so that, that took a little road. It was basically those first 10 years of traveling and being on the road and realizing what people are going through and, and seeing a lot of students. So, and training tens of thousands of coaches, um, and hearing every, so I had a big end group. I was lucky because of that. I did have a very big, you know, for a study, you have end groups. That's the group you see, but I, I had a big group to pull from. And I realized it's got to be more than that. There's some, there has to be something more. So make sure everybody reads Think and Grow Rich, just so you know how important masterminds are. Um, and then Outwitting the Devil, the second one, because that goes into that same, um, you know, of the people you surround yourself with. Look at Henry Ford, right? Surround yourself with people smarter now or, you know, who knew more than he did. Um, so that took me down the path of how do we create the mastermind that not only are they going to network and work their businesses together, but we jump right into the business development creation. And how does every single member feel like they're the only one in the mastermind that it's still a, cause the program was anywhere. It started as 15 K and then it was 25 K, but to be part of it, to do all the traveling, you needed a lot more than that. Right. So how did you how do you make sure every member feel like they're the only one there? And that's what we did. And that's that's tricky. I mean, that that really takes you have to look at you got to make it not about you. So the first thing we did is the math. And for those of you who don't know what a mastermind is, think of a group of individuals that get together that create something out of nothing new ideas, new marketing, new plans, new strategies, whatever it is. Um, that's a critical piece. But the, the first step in that is always, it's not about me. Because if you have a mastermind about you, when you're no longer there, there's no mastermind. So, and members know if it's all about you. So the first step you have to think of is, how do I create it so it's never about me? Um, because like when you joined and many of the members joined, we sold it out every single year. I was the only one who sold it in a little room where nobody knew who I was. Right. So I'd walk up. Nobody knows who I am. I'm a director or something. That's all they know. But they don't know who I am. Um, and it's just weaving my story of where have I been, where I'm going. Do you want to join the journey? And here's what we're going to do together. And it's not about me. It never will be about me. And every member who joins is going to be of service to every other member. You know, and that blank, some people say, I don't want to do that, you know, but um, more than not, we had people join for that reason. And that's so the biggest thing you start with is it's not about me. And then you have to also decide what the vision is for the year, because people will join you if they understand the vision of where they're going. They'll join a journey more than they'll join it for anything else. They'll sign up because even though it's not about you, they'll sign up because of you. But they have to understand also those people have to be painted the picture of where it's going. Does that help? Oh, I, love I love that. that. I love that. You know, I want to back it up just a little bit because I think of mastermind and, and I know it's a, a very critical part for anyone looking to build their business, but I want to back up a little bit and I want to ask you a few questions. Number one, who was your first mentor? Who was that person that inspired you to be bigger and better than who you were at that time? Yeah, you know, I, I go through that a lot because we talk, I'll tell you, my wife knocking us down this journey, but, you know, making sure it happened. Boy, that, you know, because a mentor comes from many different positions. So I'll always say she was one of the mentors for me that really had me open up. There was there was another path. There was another way to go and willing to do it together. And then I really, you know, I think at the same time, the two that I met early on was Bob Proctor. 
-hmm. I think for me very much. Um, and a gentleman named Bill Gove. Bill Gove used to be one of the greatest stage trainers on the planet. And I got to meet him several times and speak with him. And, and, and he did a lot of trainings for us because of Bob Proctor, right? Because Bob Proctor was part of our company. So Bob brought in. Um, and he said something that, that for to this day, I'll never forget. He said, your responsibility from stage, that's any stage, whether it's one to one or one to a million, your right. only responsibility to stage is to give them the information correctly and in a way they can understand how they take it and what they do with it. That's their responsibility. Yes. And that wow. changed my life. And, you know, when I think about that, you know, mentorship, I think is so important because I don't think most of those successful people in the world came to that place on their own. There was someone coming alongside them, encouraging them, inspiring them to take that next step. So when I think of mentorship and mastermind, I think mentorship is kind of that first step. And there's value there in recognizing that I need help. And that's what someone needs to recognize. So if you're speaking to someone fairly new in their business, maybe an entrepreneur, maybe an emergent leader, maybe an executive that wants to step out, can you share with them the value of mentorship first, and then we can travel on to the mastermind concept? Absolutely. So the biggest thing, and Misty knows this, that I always said from stage was the the way to be successful. And, 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 and anybody in business understands this concept is three coaches, two mentors and a mastermind. And the difference is the coach very simply and coaches don't don't get all huffy on me, but a coach is somebody who will help you direct you down a path, but they might not even be further down that path than you are. It's not about how much they make or their lifestyle. It's are they the right person who can tweak you and trigger you to keep you moving in a direction? We used to always say this is a clinical term that they would kick our behind. So it's somebody that can kick your behind. And within that three coach structure, I always said, get one who will kick your behind. That's your accountability coach. Get one that understands your business a little bit and can help you tweak it. And somebody for either health and wellness or your physical PT, whatever that is, that's critically important. The mentor is the next level and you should get them all at the same time. You don't wait. It's not like you're stepping up. The mentor is somebody who's further down the road than you want to be. Maybe it's their lifestyle. Maybe it's something they're training. Maybe it's financially, whatever it is. Um, but a mentor is somebody who's further down the road than you. And typically having two in your life is amazingly. And mentors are, are, are a costly investment. That can be a very big investment. But as you move down that road, I think the critical piece is that the, the mentorship is somebody, again, who you listen to because they are further down the road and you take the ideas and you go, uh -huh. even if you've done it before, you still take it in because there might be a way they tweak it you've never thought about. And that's that really, that mentor piece is critical. And then the mastermind goes on top of it, becomes part of everything else that you do. Um, did that answer that? Absolutely, it answered that. And that's what I love about what you do as an organization, as not even an organization, but you as an individual, you embody mentorship and mastermind. And as we take this journey with our audience and people that are come with us, we want them to see the value of connecting. And I believe you said three coaches, how many mentors? Two mentors. Two mentors and one. So that's a three, two, one formula that I think if you keep that in your mind, that'll propel you in all aspects of your life, not just business, but business, life, health, everything. Great stuff. Great stuff, Michael. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, you know, we, it, and it's a funnel because the three, two, one, turn it upside down. Right. So the three, the coaches start, then the mentors and the mastermind and everything, whether you're starting in business, never been in business, about to start business, you're a businessman already, you're a CEO. 
We've seen all levels. <laughs> 22 years on the road and who we've worked in and all the organizations I've been part of, we've worked with people who are just starting out all the way to major CEOs of major corporations and teams that I worked with, you know, have coached kings, queens. And so we're all in the same boat. And we all need those learnings. And the biggest thing that I say to everybody, don't forget to make sure you create a strategy funnel for your business. Who's coming into your business? What are the first contacts? And that's a whole training we do. But, you know, who are the first contacts? What do they drip down to for coaches and trainers and, and doctors and lawyers and attorneys and see it's all the same. Mm -hmm. um, it just looks a little different because of who's going to be in there. Who's the first contact? Who's the first person that coaches them? It could be your online. It could be your walk in the door. It could be your Hallmark store. Um, you know, and then they run into the first mentors. And if it's, if you're a coach or you're a trainer or you're a podcaster and, uh, you know, if you're all over clubhouse now, whatever it is, um, it's that next step of mentoring. See, I, I used to, we used to teach a lot. You could do one-on-one -on -one with coaching, right? You could charge three to 500 an hour. Uh, coaches charge a lot more than that. And some mm -hmm. charge less if they're brand new. Um, but would you rather do that for an hour or would you rather mentor 50 people at $25 an hour? Because if you look at the hourly rate, it's much greater. And now you have many more people to move into your funnel, to move down your path. And you have a lot of great fans. Um, and then you move them into your mastermind. Then you move them into your one day for 50 grand. If you're brand new, it might be 10 bucks. It's it, The point is you've got to trigger yourself in that mindset of I'm always dripping them down a path that they want to go on, not that I'm forcing them to go on. That's a big thing, too, in business. I think it's really uh one of the things about the masterminds is it creates space to be around others that you normally wouldn't be around. Yeah. If, so yeah. If you want to be successful, uh, who are the, it, it will go back to the old books, right? I won't quote it, but five people, who do you surround yourself with? Right. And so the first thing I learned, like when I started in network marketing, and by the way, everybody network marketing is a business. You have yes. to treat it like a yes. business. You have to create it like a business, right? We look for leaders. That's all I did for the first year. Bob Proctor said, go get, go get me six leaders. I don't want to hear about anything else. And that's what I did. Um, so it's, it's finding the leaders, but as you as you create the the organization, you have to treat it as a business and everything you do, you have to do as a business. You know, I totally got sidetracked on what the question was. But um, <laughs> what was that question again? Surrounding yourself. In oh, the yeah. So there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, see, I'm a grandparent. I can even tell stories. But um, the, the biggest thing is that it's who you. So what we did in network marketing is I realized right away I asked I asked very simply, who's the top income earner in the company? And who's the second? And those are the people that I started to work with. I would introduce myself. Hi, it's Michael Silvers and my wife, Maria. We're very excited. We'll do exactly what you tell us to do. If you tell me to call 20 people a day, I will call 20 people a day. We'll do what it takes. Um, and I'd love to work with you for the next year. And and the first high of income, he was traveling so much. He's like, but the second highest income in the whole country, in, in the whole world for the company said, sure, absolutely. And she's like, you know, I'm not as busy as people think I am because like everybody's afraid to call me. And and it was really then surrounding ourselves with the with the top income earners from a standpoint of of you can get it done no matter what, that every failure becomes a learning that the more you fail, the quicker you get to where you want to go and doing what others will not do. I'm an introvert. I know it doesn't. I am. When we're off this call, if it's quiet the rest of the day, my life is good. But, you know, I'm basically an introvert who can click in when it becomes the social part and, you know, what I need to do. 
Um, but it, you have to surround yourself with those that are smarter, better, faster. Let your ego go and continue on from there, which is why I joined everything. Because Bob Proctor also <laughs> said, I said, how to be successful. He said, uh, buy every course on the planet and read every book. Well, I was, I've never been a, I didn't read till I was almost nine. So that scared me. So books on tape, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> but it, it is, it is that part of just, just keep doing it, keep going, but surround yourself and anytime there was an opportunity that I could buy or join something that surrounded myself with people who were smarter, faster, and better, I did. And that's, that has carried me through today. I still do. I still do. I, I take every course. Every time, you know, they tell me buy a course, I'm like, okay. So just, just and get out and do it. That's, you know, people are like, oh, you know, this is a scary time for a lot of people. Look, there's a lot of people who have passed away. We've had a lot of friends who have been very ill. And one of the largest in our industry passed away because of COVID. Um, it's what is the decision that you're going to make at this point? You know, and this recording is yes. going to be around forever. So, is. right. What is, what is the decision that you're going to make at any time in your life to move forward, you know, to make a difference. You look at Richard Branson's, I think it was his, his grandma that said, go out and do it. You can be anything that you want. It's your choice. It's how you decide to do it. Um, you know, we've put him on stage many times and that's how he lived his life. That there's things that are going to happen all the time. But what decision now are you going to make? Well, I'll wait till it's all done. Okay, but you'll be 10 years from now and you'll still be waiting. There's always a reason not to do it. For those of us who were doing 300 live events and that all got shut down in a day, um, <laughs> we shifted and we all went virtual and we did it quickly. And there's still speakers I know who didn't do it. There's trainers, mm -hmm. there's business people that are still not virtual because they're waiting or I've got to get more information. No, you don't. No, you look at my background. It's a background in Hawaii. It's the last place I was right before the shutdown. Um, and and the, there's nothing fancy here. There's nothing. It doesn't have to be. It's the great thing in the podcasting world is just be you and you'll get more listeners than you've ever known. Um, so just just do it and get mentors. There was that. Was that yes. good? <laughs> I love it. Nice plug. Let me ask you, it sounds like you're a man with a wealth of experience, 22 years in the industry, 22 years, not only learning, but teaching and growing. And I think about for me personally, I'm an extrovert, extreme extrovert. And I know you as an introvert, sometimes we pour, we're constantly pouring in and there are times when we get drained. I want to know personally, what do you do or where do you go for your source of inspiration? Okay, great. Here goes the nerd stuff. Okay, so, um, <laughs> and introverts, we can always say that. Um, you know, it's funny because somebody, the, the, I get this asked a lot, right? And you get this from stage two, people who want to be trainers, because I was part of, what, 78 trainers of trainers between, you know, Tony and Robert, and especially Harv with Train the Trainer. I was at every single one for 10 years, I think. Um, and that question always comes up. And I think the greatest piece about that is find the thing, don't, you know, people say, turn off the TV, uh, shut down the radio, don't listen to the internet. Um, you know, there's all these, but who are you? And what is it for you that allows you to take that time to either unplug or to just sort of fill the coffer again, you know, fill up. And, you know, and I do this from, and I say this all the time. Okay, because somebody asked me, what do you do? Here's what I do. I have a, especially now, we'll do it just in the last, I have a Hulu, a Netflix, an Amazon Prime, a Xfinity. I have every app. I have CBS because that's my Star Trek discovery, right? And <laughs> when I'm done with calls for the day, 
I turn on the iPad, right? I talk to my wife. We have dinner. We spend time, but I've talked all day. So she's like, anything? I'm like, nope, you're good. No, you're good too. No. Okay, good. Um, Cause she's, you know, she's working and busy and, and, and that's what I do. And then every Saturday night, there's an old game called EverQuest. It is a like Dungeons and Dragons online that this is industry. If you want to be in business, you got to go see what EverQuest did, which led to Worlds of Warcraft, the first billion dollar game right away, which led to there's a whole business design you could take right there and build a new business on that model. But and so every Saturday night, I still play with the same guys I played with for 20 years. Right. We get on. We just chat a little bit. We fight some things. It's old graphics. It looks nerdy. Um, <laughs> and, and that's what I do. That's how I the other thing I do do is actually I go to church every day, just about every day. So I sit and I'm quiet and I pray and and it's mass. So it's a it's a it's a morning mass. And I, I'm part of the team that helps film it because I always believe you need to be of service, whatever you do. We helped the Tent City Four move in behind our church for four months. And then because of COVID, they were there for I think almost nine months. Um, so I'm always to be of service in any way I can. I take that quiet time in the morning to to pray, to be quiet, though I don't sit still very long. Remember, I was on stage for whatever. I don't sit still. I'm usually I'm usually walking, standing, moving. Um, and then it then I do those other things, and that charges my battery. That just like after our call today, I've got two other calls and then uh, I know my wife's out. So I'm probably going to just turn on one of my shows on Netflix and, and have fun doing that. Right. So I always tell people, find the thing that you do. And yeah, for those of you, especially that are new or beginning, there's so much if you don't want to read because everybody goes read. We don't do that anymore. There's <laughs> so many inspirational things. Find an old uh, an old recording on YouTube by Jim Rohn. That will get you. You know, I work a lot with his business partner, Jim Britt. Um, you know, so Jim Rohn, and if you, those of you who knew, you'll go, I don't know who that is. Um, find somebody who's inspirational for you and put that into your universe also. I think that's really important as we do this. So that's what I do. I also appreciate that. And I think some people out there that are at the level that want to create a mastermind is to somehow make it authentically yours. And I know during Michael's, there was always a day of service. And it didn't matter what city it was, there was always a way to find someone in need that everyone in the mastermind would go, whether it was building bikes in Hawaii or helping camels in San Diego or at shelters. And it was really funny because um, I got to be at a few of them. And every time we left the group, and there was never a lot, like 10, 20, maybe 30 at the most, is the organization was blown away by how much got done in that amount of time because people were there just to 100% give and do whatever they could in that time that they were there. And it was really cool to see millionaires, multi-millionaires, didn't matter, everyone's in scrubby clothes, just making a difference and even for a day, and sometimes that one day led to a bigger impact for that organization. So I thought, did you, uh, how would you recommend that if someone's setting up a mindset that they're able to also get some of their passions into it for others? Yeah, I think the biggest thing has come from that of service, you know, servant leadership, always come from the perspective of, of how can I help others? How can I be there for you? And it's out and make it outside of the mastermind. That's the that's the piece. Sometimes get a, people get a little too caught up into the mastermind. And it, that's why we always did something outside of the mastermind, because you have to take people out of their comfort zone. Um, the, the bikes was fun. I mean, that was the cleanest thing we ever did. Right. So that was for the Boys and Girls Club of uh, Maui. And they wanted us to build about 
about 30 bikes. We built 120 bikes in two and a half hours. Um, <laughs> and they said, these are going out to all the islands. You, <laughs> this is amazing. But it's because we engaged everybody that it was not going to be about us. We're going to do what it takes. And we're, you know, we're, we're going to end up with this result. We're here for others because we were in a big warehouse in Hawaii during the heat of the day that had no air conditioning. Remember how hot it was in there? They turned a fan on. That was funny. <laughs> One fan for, I mean, there's what, you know, 45 of us in there. It was great. Um, and nobody complained because we were all doing it to make a difference on the planet. And I think, you know, you always take yourself outside of the mastermind. You're right. We've worked with the Wounded Warriors, Opportunity Village in Las Vegas, Fa uh, Father Joe's in San Diego. They house 5,000 homeless people. When, and we painted for the kids area. We painted a whole facility. And they said in, in eight, we stayed there, I think, seven hours. In seven hours, we did more than the Navy just did in two weeks. So we were having fun with that one. But Navy, you're great. Not saying anything. <laughs> Servicemen, we love you dearly. But um, so, you know, it's, it's getting outside yourself is always that big piece. And also the, the one thing along the journey is find when somebody's into legacy time and help them with their legacy. For anybody new in business, um, it's something I'll always say. It's like, like the mentor studio for Mary and I is legacy. But when you find somebody who's into their legacy time and building their legacy and creating that last bit to the world, whatever it is, um, join them and help them and help them build because you'll learn from their brilliance. They'll, they'll never forget that you did and they'll bring you opportunities that you never expected as long as they know you're truly there to be of service. Those of us who've been around long enough can tell the difference. There's mm -hmm. people who just hang on because we know they want some referrals, right? They know Mary's still booking the biggest, baddest stages on the planet. They know these things. They know she talks to Tony every day. We get that part. Um, but it's, it's really, you know, be there for others. And, you, and when you're there for them that day, it was to be there for them. It wasn't to talk about your businesses. I mean, the, the community still worked together and still but when you're shoveling poop for a for a giraffe or for a zebra right and when you slipped in it once yes thank you very much i realize how slippery it is um you're there for them and you're not there for you and that will make a big difference and in masterminds uh that's the other thing everybody's got their mastermind now there is literally i tried to get the world together once and say what if we just did like five or six or seven amazing masterminds on the planet and the problem is there's a lot of, uh, the word's ego, everybody, but there's a lot of, that's like all the network marketing companies. What if they came together as one big company? Do you know what power they would have? That'd be one of the most powerful forces on the planet um, is start doing this together. Start working together, create the abundance. This world needs to be healed and it needs to be healed by us working together. And I think that's something I'm going to promote if nothing else. Um, and that's, I think, part of what Mary and I are building is, is that, just join everybody join let's do this one team one by yeah 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 no really seriously it, it makes that different i mean by what we created right so we're we're creating something and we're we're building a mentorship but we're also doing this this we're going to go out to villages and create a difference and for those that are are you know not serviced the way most people are and can't afford it well you know and and so we're bringing people in and one of the gentlemen, uh, Jim Britt, that was Jim Rohn's partner says, well, wait a second, a friend of mine just helped 1200 villages in South Africa become self-sustainable. And I wouldn't have ran into him if I hadn't talked to Mary about the mission, if we hadn't, you, you know, it's it, the mm -hmm. journey. And that's where I think when you're really of service, you start attracting people. 
And I think that really makes a difference in your businesses. And I know some of you are starting new. Trust me, you're in your 20s going, yeah, but how much can I make? I get it. I understand. <laughs> it's a business. You still have to feed the life, right? It's, 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 the, it's the red blood cells. You need the red blood cells to bring the oxygen. But if you have too little or too many, you're in trouble. And that's where you have to find the balance. And that's why you bring mentors in also to help you balance that with your business or join other people on their journey. I was with Harv. I was with Tony's international group. I was with Robert, right? I was with Chris Howard, who, who opened up my wife and I's eyes. We, I've always joined other journeys or even on my own going. I still have been part of other people's journeys. And I love it. That's the way to do it. Absolutely. The joint venture with everybody on the planet be of service. That's powerful. Joint venture. Misty, did you hear that? Joint venture. <laughs> right. Great stuff. Well, the thing I think about is we are talking to a group of people and as they are looking ahead, you know, we're at the beginning of 2021, really excited, a little bummed down about what 2020 was. But one of the things I love is that tomorrow's a new day and we all have a new opportunity. We can rewrite that story or maybe not rewrite it completely, but we can modify it in our behalf or on the behalf of the future that we want. I want to ask if you were able to give three things, just three tips, tools, tactics to our audience, three things that they can do to really take their lives to the next level. What would you say they are, Michael? Yeah, you know, it's the the this is the uh, the famous question, right? It's those those three things that um, twenty twenty one. Here we go. Now it depends on what your business and your background is, obviously. But um, number one, if you're starting any business now, I would podcast because getting in into right pod- place, folks. Yep, getting getting into podcasting is very simple, very easy, and it le- it learns you you can join podcasting communities, which bring you. Um, lots of ideas, which bring you a tremendous amount of, of value. I've just, I'm moderating now. Uh, I was picked as a moderator for a podcasting group on Facebook with 50,000 members. Boy, you should see some of the things we have to throw out of there. But, um, you know, it, and it's, it's actually, it's been really funny because I go through it and, and a lot of the moderators know who I am there when they're like, and, but I'm learning just like them. I'm like, well, you know, you, you got to find the borderlines here, but that guy, we're going to chuck him out of the group. Um, so I think, I think I would enter the podcasting world. Um, the, the next thing I would do is I would, and you're going to say, yeah, you're self-promoting, whatever. You got to hire a coach or a mentor. You've got to, because sometimes we're not clear on our vision. So, you know, that would be the third thing is your clarity on your vision. You've got to be clear on your vision. If you don't know where you're going, I don't know where you're going. So number one, I'm not going to JV with you. Number two, I'm not even going to help you because I'm not sending people to you if you're not clear on your mission. Three, you're treating it like a, a it's a hobby mm, and it's yes. not a business. So that to me would be, that to me is more critical than anything else you do. And you hire a coach to help you with that. And you, you've got to be clear on, if I asked you, where are you going to be in one year from today? Um, I don't know. Um, and there's all techniques around that. Uh, there's lots of different ways. I would definitely hire a coach. Get somebody who knows NLP. Um, I think it's been one of the best structures out there, but there's a million NLP coaches. So be careful. Ask somebody who knows or is in the know. Um, but you've got to get that vision locked in because that way, no matter what happens, whether, you know, there's a volcano somewhere or an earth, look, I was born and raised in LA. Who knew there was an earthquake the next day? Um, <laughs> with your vision locked in, you'll still get through. You'll go up the mountain. Nothing will stop you. You'll have failures, uh, have a lot of failures. That's how you Absolutely. learn. But you have mentors because maybe they'll stop some of the biggest failures. Yeah. 
Um, and just know statistically, most, most millionaires have been bankrupt three times, so don't feel bad if things don't go the way you think they should. Um, but that's, those, those are the three. And, and podcasting is huge. And will podcasting change? It is already. Because like Clubhouse is showing us things are different now. Um, you know, people are going to go back to video too. You have to think of driverless cars are coming real quick. They're already out there. And so people in driverless cars are going to go be back to watch video. So even podcasting, you should have a video component because now broadcasting is getting involved with it all. Yes. So that's why you have mentors. So they can say, okay, here's where it's going to be in a year. <clears throat> here's what you build up to. And then um, just get it done. And by the way, if you need a J-O-B, have a J-O-B. Stop quitting your J-O-Bs until you replace your income for a year. <laughs> Forget the three months, six months. If you replaced your income for a year and it's steady and growing and more, then you can, then you can move on. J-O-Bs are great. Everybody, uh, I, people I say, well, when should I quit? Not yet, right? Because also you'll make more when you have a job still because you're budgeting your time. You're really working good time management. Entrepreneurs stay at home and the first thing that happens the first month is their income goes down usually 45%. Uh, because they they just they get distracted. I'm home. I can play. This is great. Oh, the sun's out. I'm not going to do this, right? Um, oh, it's a little snow. I'm going to go out there and play in the snow for a minute. You know, six hours later. Uh, <laughs> so does that? That's really the three I would look at, which is always a little different than I hear other people's. I think it's funny, um, but that's where I would go. But your vision—that's number one. All right. Lock in that vision. 2021 is going to be. 2020 was amazing. It taught us so many things. Yes. It taught us ways to do what. It taught us what to do, what not to do. Uh, it, you know, there there was a lot of prayer time for those that lost their life, for those that are injured. But you know what happens all the time? You look at some other countries, and this happens every day. Yes. So we're just blessed that we are in this country for what we have and think about that every single day, no matter where you are in this country, I could show you somewhere in India that you would go, okay, there's no comparison. Um, but it's not about what you don't have. It's about how you can help others and then help them get somewhere else. Well, Michael, tell us, where can we find you? Yeah, I know you've talked about all that you've done. Where could someone connect, reach out and be a part of what you're doing? Yeah, you know, the biggest thing, you know, uh, and to make it just easy is you can go to the, yeah, the, it's T-H-E, I know, mentor, M-E-N-T-O-R, studio, S-T-U-D-I-O, um, so, dot com. So, the mentorstudio.com, that's that's my podcast, um, but that's, that is, it's just, a, it's really a placeholder site. We're building an organization internationally. We're building the mentor side right now. We have mentors in 10 countries already, and we've done that in a very short period of time. And then we'll open the door for membership. If you want to be a member now, that's fine. You can join. Uh, it's $400 a year. That's all it is. Um, and the, the goal, so you know, this is goal vision driven, is that in 2022, we're going on a world tour. We're starting in London. We already have speakers who already book, can book the stages for us. Um, and we're going to end up in Australia and we're going to go where we need to go. The mentors right now are meeting every month to discuss which villages, which communities, who we're going to be of service to. Um, to be of service to as much as we want, we need 4,000 members. And right now we have 249 members, uh, mentors. So, um, you know, so we're really vision driven and making a difference from mentoring around the world. We've got some of the thought top thought leaders involved with us. People from Hollywood just joined. Um, we have people from the music industry have just joined. 
Um, Mary Glorfield, my business partner, vice president for Tony for 18 years. Michael Nitty is top coach for 23 years. Steve Leon, who still is the longest running show on Hallmark, but was president of uh, the Family Channel. Um, and they're all in it for the mission and the vision. So I always say to anybody, join us because you'll get mentored by the best on the planet, but you're joining for a legacy. You have to remember that. So remember we talked about if you join somebody on their legacy, be part of it and be of service. And we're very careful with who's in there, what they do, what they provide, and how they're going to help us pull off the legacy part for Mary and myself. And then we'll do anything for you on the planet because she is booking the major stages. And we do have 252 events virtually already booked. And we do blah, blah, blah. You know, we have a lot. Um, but you don't join. You join because you want to be part of something bigger than yourself and you want to learn from the best. And then we're always there to help you. And that's really what it's about. So the mentorstudio.com. Just just jump on. You can always you can always write to info, but I don't really do one on ones anymore. We do group calls sometimes to talk about it. Sure. Um, but you know, we've we've basically booked all our JV partners. We booked, you know, we're booking the stages and we have more virtual than I think at this moment anybody else does. Which we didn't expect. That wasn't part of it. See, this is where like your vision carries you further. We were going to be this group of about a hundred people who got together and traveled the world. Well, now we're within 30 days later, we're at 250 of us. We're going to open the door to members. We got 10 JV partners. We got 252 hours of virtual booked. We have a uh, digital media and but it all happened because we kept talking about the vision. That's it. And we're that's right. so powerful. Oh my goodness. That's so powerful. You are my kind of guy. I know right in line, Misty and I, we are here to inspire people to take action. And every single word that you said, every breath that you breathed today was that, that in itself. And we're so excited that you've chosen to come and be here a part of our show so that we can inspire others to action. Michael, we appreciate you. We're so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. Misty's one of my favorite people on the planet. So, and Kimberly, it's so great to get to know you. What you two are doing to inspire people through this time is, is to me one of the most heartfelt heart. It's, it's, it's amazing. And I just, I thank you, you two for what you're doing and what you're going to create on this planet. Oh, thank you, Michael. Well, I want to tell you all as we close out this show, there is something out there waiting for you. Now, now go, go get it. than it actually is yeah so just if you have nothing to do with your hands absolutely nothing you put them on your sides you drag them up your body a little tiny bit at different heights along your legs and then you don't feel and then you don't feel uncomfortable in your pictures anymore 
Um, that was probably way more than three. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my favorite ones have been ones with like random purses and I have been known to steal somebody's purse for a photo. I need your purse because I don't know what to do with she my hands. <laughs> also, um, walls, um, corners. I love going into corners. If you have something to put your hands on, that also takes away that question of what do I do with my hands? Um, so those are my biggest tips is figure out what to do with your hands, get some good light and stand up straight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> pretend like someone has a high pony, like pretend like you have a high ponytail and someone's pulling your ponytail up to the sky. Stand up really, really straight. Okay, guys, get those ponytails ready so you can <laughs> get those purses and pose. <laughs> purses and ponytails, people. <laughs> and I know you're speaking primarily to the female market, but we serve men as well. Listen, if you are out there, don't worry. You can use your hands equally oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Just yeah. Don't- Pockets. Um, uh, phones, uh, men, men are, have men accessories. Are, yeah, men well, have yes. accessories, and they they're pretty easy when it comes to like posing them a little bit. I think because they don't have like a purse or something. They can they can pockets, do they, they, can, they can do the belt loop. You know, they can do different things too. Always. Um. Yeah, and with men too. Um. You wanna you wanna try to have a wider stance with men. You wanna put your shoulders more directly towards the camera. Women you're going to kind of turn your body a little bit because we want to show a little more curve in our body. Men want to seem like broad, broad shouldered. And they want to like that confident sort of a pose that's for men. So turn your body straight towards the camera. If you're a man and own that pose, (laughs) (laughs) own it, own it. Awesome. Love it. Well, we're super excited that you've joined us today on the Made to Inspire podcast. So many tips and tools and nuggets that we're going to take away. Now, tell our audience where they can find you. Um, on all social media platforms, just look up Unplug Marketing. Mm-hmm. Not unplugged with an ED. No ED. <laughs> <laughs> Unplug Marketing. Yeah. And you can, and, or you go on our website at www.unplugmarketing.com. Awesome. We love it. We can't wait to share all the nuggets, all of the TikToks and reels that you've created with our audience. We thank you so much for joining us. And we can't wait to have you back for our business workshops and theories that are going to be coming up really soon. Thank you so so much for having us on here. We really appreciate it. And we've had a really fun time. (laughs) So with that, we want you to know that there is something out there waiting for you. Now Now go go get get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.